ahead of starting an artist resident the, a residency at the Auckland Botanic Gardens, painter Neil Palmer is about to unveil his largest paintings yet of kauri, flax and magnolias. It's part of his 27th solo exhibition called Under the Surface. Since moving to New Zealand more than 20 years ago from London, Neil's been drawing, painting and photographing a native plants and trees. At first glance, his paintings may look like faithful representations of our flora, but he's asking us to dig deeper, to really think about our fragile ecology. Take a look at our webpage, rnz.co.nz slash standingroomonly. Now we started by looking back to Neil's first impressions of Aotearoa. I, when we first came out, uh, we spent a long, like four months travelling around New Zealand um, in a van, which was amazing to sort of to see the, the variety that you get in New Zealand. But it's the west coast of Auckland that I, I really kind of started to look at the forms of New Zealand plants. Um, we lived at Piha for a year in, in the late 90s. And I spent a lot of time walking around the tracks out there and just sort of soaking in the, the forms. I actually studied sculpture at art school. So I'm interested in the, in the in the form of things, in the shape of things, in the way that they exist in space. So, And I found the, the plants like the knee cow and the flax really fascinating. For this exhibition then, what got you thinking about upscaling? So as you say, you started with drawings. I know you're also um, involved in photography. But this concept of taking these works, um, these plants, and going big, I mean going seriously big, where did that idea come from? Angela, my wife, and I went back to the UK for the first time in a while to see my, my parents, and we spent a lot of time in the galleries over there. It's, the scale of the work that you see in the, in the big museums over there really kind of struck me. And it was, there's kind of a visceral, emotional reaction to that kind of scale. And I just, I just thought I really was interested to find out how my work kind of was reacted to by people with, on that scale. So I um, came back from the trip overseas and spoke to the gallery about doing a show with really large scale pieces and he seemed quite and James at the gallery seemed very keen so that's what I decided to do and, and um I've set up the first panels which are I've ended up being 3.5 meter width and and as tall as a person it's uh, 1900 high I kind of got out my triple o brush and started to work on this large scale thinking insane <laughs> I did wonder if that was in some ways daunting to stand, particularly right at the beginning, standing in front of that massive canvas. You know, it's, it's like the first words of what's going to be war and peace, isn't it? Something you know is going to be epic. Indeed, yeah, it was, um, it was, it was kind of scary and I, I started to panic paint. But um, once I'd started, that was it. I, was, I basically haven't left the studio for like over four months trying to get these works ready for the show. How have you then approached perspective? You know, you're standing in front of a large canvas, for those, you know, going to the gallery, but you're wanting people to look up, to stretch their necks, so you wanted to emphasise the scale? Yeah, I mean, there's a piece in the show, um, a Cory work, which I do actually quite like the idea of hanging a little higher so that you're literally looking up the trunk because uh, perspectively, on that particular work, it, I took the photographs of the of the tree right from underneath, which you can only do with some trees. This one's actually um, Tani Moana up near Tudikaka, and there's a, a built boardwalk that goes right up against the trunk, so that's so that I could basically get that perspective when I was looking at this one. And um, with the magnolia, which is the three and a half meter wide piece, 
the magnolia i tend to kind of flatten off the flowers uh like a um a soft place that you, your eye can rest your style is would fall into the the realism category i don't even know if you go as far as hyperrealism, but is there a danger that people can take images in this form at kind of at face value you know look at them as a as a painted photograph whereas you've got lots of messages going on in here yeah I, well there is that danger but um i kind of like playing with that a little bit it's sort of a bit of a challenge really they're they're not that realistic i don't try and be photorealistic i like the fact that they are photographic and they reference sort of photographic images with out of focus depth of field and playing around with lens flare and things like that but I do it in a painterly way and if and actually really like encourage people to walk up really close to the works when you sort of get close like a your nose touching the, the surface you see a much more painterly mark making approach which there's a sort of a, a magic in mark making that I, I really love and, and I, I kind of introduce that in the underpainting there's an energy in that underpainting and then I work in the details on top. I don't want them to be photorealistic and I don't want people to take them as blown up images of photographs, but I mean, there is that danger. Yeah. You mentioned the Kauri before, and if we come back to the title of the exhibition, the roots of the Kauri are what are being attacked by the Kauri dieback disease, which has been such a huge story for us for some time now. So I guess there's another layer of meaning in that work but what was it like to paint the kauri I mean you'd been there you'd seen it in in real life you're taking the photograph once you're in the studio is it quite an emotional thing for you because you care about these trees yes I do yes devastating the idea of of maybe losing them is is incredible I can't it's quite a hard thing to get your head around really which plant have you chosen for the third of the three large-scale canvases that is a flax work, which I've been, I've been playing around with flax for over 20 years now. That's um, something I'm very familiar with. We've got many varieties. Which flax is it and why? It's a, it's a Formian 10X. And this particular work is, is quite a dark work. It's sort of moodier than some of the ones that I've, that I've done over the years. It's, um, there is a sort of a darkness around at the moment. Given that we started off by talking about your fascination with our our plants, our flora, our native trees, our bush, our flax, our ferns when you first arrived, people might have been listening when you mentioned magnolias earlier and gone, what the heck? What are they they doing in there? But there is a story behind them too that you're telling. Yes, it was about coming here and the immigration of myself to to New Zealand in, in the late 90s to live here for good but um so that the way that I kind of feel about the subjects develops over that time and the the way that I've come to feel about magnolia is that they are a perfect example of successful migration putting down roots in a new place that they're a great plant for growing well in all sorts of different climatic conditions they grow from the top of New Zealand to the to the bottom they're pretty much over the entire world now from um, being transported and being a favorite and gardeners and gardens and botanical gardens and so it's the kind of the come to symbolize that that successful migration because you could look at it as a colonial takeover many of the plants that have come here have yeah. become a pest they're so ubiquitous they're all over new zealand it would be hard to to reverse that but i'm kind of thinking about it in a 
in a very positive way. Um, Neil, big year for you next year. You've got a, a residency at the Auckland Botanical Gardens. What are your plans for that? As all residencies, um, I'm leaving it a little bit open, but basically the, the theme of the Botanic Gardens at the time is take a closer look. So I can just do what I do normally, which is to get really up close and personal with the plants and, and then to create some works uh, around that. I'm thinking I might be doing a lot of drawing in the, in the gardens and I'll definitely be taking lots of photographs. And then because I get a studio space in that, in that gallery area in the, in the visitors center. So I'll be all that reference material I'll be taking back to that space and doing some works from that. Given you're at the Botanic Gardens, you've got to have such a massive range of, of plants available yeah. to you, you know, quite different to going for a, a walk in the bush or the forest. Are there any of our native plants that you've yet to have time uh, to really get to know and spend time with? Yeah, yeah, I've definitely been looking at that. I went for a walk this morning, actually, up um, Mount Eden, and um, I keep looking at the fowl tree, which is an amazing tree. It's got a really great enormous leaf and, the, and it's flowering at the moment with these beautiful little white flowers so i kind of i'm kind of interested in 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 that and the kneecow i haven't explored very much and there's some great examples of kneecow out there um, which i'm excited about getting getting in and talking to the gardeners and trying to find out a little bit more about the you know the anatomy and how that all kind of works together in different plants Neil Palmer's show Under the Surface opens at Tamaki Makoto's Fernanda Galleries on Thursday.